WYTI invites you to stay tuned for My Brother's Crossing. My Brother's Crossing is a program centered around obedience, love, forgiveness, and hope that we pray will encourage and strengthen you in your walk with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Here are JT and Terry Lee Clark, servant leaders of My Brother's Crossing. Good Sunday morning to everyone and welcome to this week's broadcast of the My Brother's Crossing radio show. My name is J.T. Clark, and I'm a servant leader with our ministry, My Brother's Crossing. And I'm Terry Lee Clark, and I'm also a servant leader with our ministry. You know, praise God for this day, Terry Lee. Praise God, praise God, praise God. Yes, yes, absolutely. And he does deserve all the praise, Amen. all the glory, and all the honor. God is good all the time. And all the time, God is good. That's right. <laughs> uh, just so much that has gone forth in the last several weeks and uh, it's called for us to be on the road a lot. It's yes. called for us to be away from home a lot. Yeah. And uh, last night we were together for the first time since Monday, since Saturday, Sunday, really, mm-hmm. uh, and enjoyed a night of restorative sleep in our own bed. It's it's uh, Saturday afternoon as we record uh, this this Sunday show that will air uh, on WYTI Radio at 10.30 a.m. And yeah. uh, it was just a good night of restorative sleep last night. I'm thankful for it. And uh, it's good to have these opportunities to travel and minister in places that God has called, but it's also awesome to come back home and, and to be with you. Well, it's been great, you know, to, again, to typically we're out together doing ministry, but sometimes we have to be in different places and Again, being back together in our own bed last night was great, and before we started recording today, we got to go out and take a walk together, which was really nice on this beautiful, beautiful sunny day that God has given us today. But yeah, we have so many things to praise God for, just, I mean, throughout our lives, but just throughout the last couple of weeks, just things that have gone on um, within our own family circle. Uh, and whatnot. You know, I know we've talked a lot about uh, what's happened with our daughter and the delivery of our granddaughter, Terry Lee, but why don't you just take a couple minutes and just, you spent the last week with her, helping Mm -hmm. her out, uh, transition home in this process. Give just our listeners just a a few seconds of an update about uh, how she's doing and what that looked like. Yeah, you know, Whitney, um, you know, I was going to take her a little bit of time to recover, um, because as I told her, she needed to you know, give herself some time and, and be patient with herself because having several blood transfusions, um, they don't immediately make you feel better. Um, it's not like getting IV fluids and you immediately feel quite better. Um, but she's gaining her strength back here, you know, um, um, slowly. It's taking time and um, and still having some of the side effects from the blood loss, you know, we're still seeing some of that, but all in all, I see how God has just moved in this circumstance, how it could have been so, so much worse and how he's brought her through and given her the strength, you know, to take care of this baby and baby Brody Jane, who's spent, you know, numerous days in the NICU is doing fantastic. She lost quite a bit of weight while she was in there, but um, she started out at eight pounds, nine ounces. And uh, her last doctor visit a few days ago, she was at seven pounds, 14 and a half ounces. And that was a rebound from where she had dipped. She had dipped below that, right? So she's on her way back up, um, which is perfectly normal. Yeah. And uh, she's a, She's a sweet, happy little baby, and, you know, I just see her thriving. And, uh, 
like, you know, I see nothing but a thriving child. Well, we would be remiss, Terry Lee, if we didn't acknowledge those uh, that might be listening to this program, those in our community who uh, have yes. been one time or are regular blood donors, because it's a blood donor yes. uh, that gave a pint of blood at some point in the past uh, as our daughter laid in the hospital in Bristol, Tennessee. It was a blood donor whose blood was transfused into our daughter's body that really helped sustain her life uh, post-delivery. It wasn't just one unit of blood. It was multiple. Mm -hmm. And uh, and the gift of blood uh, yes. was was instrumental in, in us having our daughter still with us now. Yeah, and, you know, the thing is, you and I are both um, O-positive, which makes all of our daughters O-positive. great thing about that is we are universal donors, but unfortunately, we can only receive O-positive blood, um, which makes it difficult in some circumstances. So we are thankful for everyone who donates blood because it is life-saving. Yes. It is life-saving. Yeah, Terry Lee, uh, prior to you returning uh, to uh, Taswell, yes. we, we spent a weekend in the D.C. area having an opportunity to spend the weekend with uh, C.J. and Fernanda Martin mm -hmm. and also to minister uh, during the weekend up yes. in the Washington, D.C. area. And then when we got back, you went to Taswell, and I spent the week at the state correctional facility in Chatham, mm -hmm. uh, known as Green Rock. Yes. And it was all part of uh, Kairos ministry. Yes. And uh, we spent, uh, we went in uh, on Tuesday and, and remained uh, each day, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, and that culminated with a graduation ceremony. Mm -hmm. And if you're not familiar with, with Kairos, it's um, uh, just a, a, an organization, an international organization that serves the inmates at, at different prisons across the world, really. Mm -hmm. And uh, this particular unit of Kairos um, meets and serves the inmates at uh, the, the Green Rock Prison in Chatham. And uh, we had 30 men. Uh, my understanding from the chaplain at the prison, there were 95 men who applied to be a part of this program. Mm -hmm. And the four-day program can accommodate up to 42 men, but unfortunately we only had enough visitors, uh, excuse me, only enough volunteers mm -hmm. to serve 30 men. So there were 12 seats that went vacant because we didn't have enough volunteers. Wow. And so uh, it is an incredible opportunity to bear witness to what mm -hmm. we believe in front of these men. And serve them in incredible ways that they are not accustomed. And uh, so if you're listening to this program and you have any interest at all in yes. prison or jail ministry, Kairos, any interest at all in wanting to know more about this, we invite you to reach out to us at mybrotherscrossing.org. Or you can call us at 540-986-6106. And we'll have a conversation. There's going to be another outreach at, at uh, Green Rock in October. Mm -hmm. And uh, it'll be the 24th through the 27th. And we're looking to recruit uh, to uh, bring aboard more volunteers that can help us reach a, even a greater audience than we had uh, over the last week. But it was absolutely incredible. Yeah, you know, I had, <coughs> of course, been looking forward to spending that week at Kairos with you and being part of this ministry, uh, you know, on the outside with the women. Um, but with all that transpired with our daughter, um, you know, there was just that need for me to come back because her husband was going back to work. But, you know, God has a reason and a plan for everything. That's right. And, uh, you know, we know his plan is always perfect. Um, and I was uh, just thankful to be where I was and to be praying for you all on, on your all's end. 
um, and for God just to move in the hearts of those men incarcerated there, that you all would really touch them in a special way. This comment won't make sense to you if you're not familiar with Kairos mm-hmm. at all, but uh, I will never look at a cookie the same way that I looked at a cookie this past <laughs> week. Um, in the week ahead, uh, beginning on Monday, mm-hmm. uh, May 8th, uh, we uh, pick up a new group of guys at the Franklin County Jail for the Bridge and the Gap program, and, and just so excited to have an opportunity. I'll yeah. continue doing the devotional on Monday and Wednesday mornings yeah. uh, from 6.30 to 7.30, and then uh, beginning Monday afternoon, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday afternoon each week for the next 12 to 14 weeks, we'll uh, be leading a Bible study there with them and uh, excited about uh, meeting a new group and seeing who amongst them is interested in in what we have to offer. That's right, and we're we're looking forward to when they bring the next group of women on board. We're not sure exactly when that might be, but still still very excited for you know the time we get with these men and women you know who are incarcerated just to speak uh, you know uh, life, love, and truth into them. Yeah, amen. Uh, Terry Lee, this coming weekend we have mm-hmm. three days of outreach. Uh, on Friday night and on Sunday, we'll be at a church in Roanoke. Mm-hmm. And uh, on Saturday night, you're going to be doing a service down in Henry County. Yes, I'm going to be their guest speaker at uh, Mount Hermon uh, Baptist Church. Uh, brethren, church brethren, of the Brethren. Church, church of the Brethren. I always mess that one up. Uh, excuse me, guys. Um, I'm going to be their guest speaker for their mother and daughter conference. It's Mother's Day weekend. Yes, it is. So it's it's exciting. Um I was just so humbled to be asked um, to be their guest speaker, and um, I'm just looking forward to, uh, you know, how hearts will be stirred during that time, and, you know, that they will be touched um, through the words that the Holy Spirit gives me to speak Amen. Uh, during that time. Amen. And this week, we, we will have the opportunity, as it seems right now, we will have the opportunity to serve on our uh, chaplaincy day mm-hmm. for Franklin County Public Safety. Yes. Uh, typically Thursday is our day of the week mm-hmm. to serve, and yeah. uh, the last few weeks our schedule hasn't allowed for it, but uh, it's been a little bumpy that way. But yeah. uh, but this week it looks like it'll line up, and yes. uh, we'll, we'll do that. On Friday we have a um, uh, Bible study at the uh, Danville Hope Center, and mm-hmm. we have a uh, Bible study at the Henry County Jail on Friday morning. And then... Uh, that's that's kind of what our week looks like this week. So mm-hmm. uh, thankful for each opportunity, thankful for each engagement, and and just again looking forward to uh, what God is going to do. One of the things that we celebrated on Friday, on yesterday, or two days ago, when you're listening to this program, is uh, is the anniversary of the start of our full time work in ministry. Yes, it was uh, May fourth, twenty nineteen, mm-hmm. that I worked my last day of full time employment. Mm-hmm. Uh, with the Near Southwest Preparedness Alliance, and um, on May 5th was the first day that we uh, pursued a life living by faith and trusting God to meet our need, to provide for us in every way, and and just going about serving Him, whatever way that looks like and however that might be. Yeah, you know, and um, (laughs) I've said so many times that you know, when we first got married, talking about at this point in our life, what will we do together? You know, open a restaurant. There were so many different things. Um, ministry was not one of those that I thought we would have been doing together again. You know, I've talked about it before. I was just getting you to the cross. And now here we are running a ministry together, being able to work together, doing the work that God has called us to do. And it's just exciting to... Uh, 
see how it plays out, you know, week to week, how God just continues to move and to open doors for us. Yeah. Um, you know, to go from place to place. I mean, being up in D.C. last week um, was amazing. Well, that was an invitation that was really mm -hmm. six years in the making. Yes, it was. Uh, you know, we had met uh, the pastor mm -hmm. who is now the district superintendent for the conference up there. We had met uh, her back in 2017, and mm -hmm. uh, and she had talked about having us back up at some point, and here mm -hmm. it was six years later, and it wasn't just you and me, but it was also CJ and Fernanda, and we got to show our movie on Friday night, and mm -hmm. he got to preach at a church up there on Sunday, and we had a time of fellowship and exploration and, and just a conversation on uh, fellowship, and, fellowship and, marriage and, and ministry and marriage yeah. together when you're working in ministry and marriage and racial reconciliation. We, we, I mean, just, just a lot of rich conversation with a lot of people. And uh, it's just the opportunities that, you know, we've said this before that since this all started in 2015, 15. Uh, that we, we don't solicit. We don't seek mm -hmm. opportunities. We just go where God makes a way, and He opens the door, and that's where we go. You know, and <laughs> excuse me, I got asked that question there last Friday night um, by several different people. They said, you know, so you all just call churches and go and show your movie, and you all share your testimonies. And I said, no. And I said, what? I said, no, we have never called one place and said, can we come show the movie? Can we come share a testimony uh, with your congregation? We decided when we started this ministry that if someone wanted to hear their testimony, that they would call us. And it's been like yeah. God would stir in somebody to go to their pastor and say, hey, you know, you need to have this couple come and share this. And then when the movie came about, let them come show the movie. And I said, God just continues to open doors. And I said, just through well, people we don't even know. Well, and it's not just the testimony, and it's not just the movie. Uh, we get called, invited to preach and speak at different places over different circumstances. Mm -hmm. and, and jails uh, and prisons. It's it just yeah. uh, each opportunity is just God-led, God-directed, mm -hmm. and, uh, and Holy Spirit-filled. And uh, it's, it it's very humbling to have and see him move and, and mm -hmm. see how things come about that, that seemingly were dead issues, were, were, were dead opportunities. And then six years later, here it comes, it comes about again. So uh, just so thankful. Uh, mm -hmm. And it, it does require sacrifice. It does require uh, setting things of, of our interests aside. I remember Whitney was, uh, Whitney was in uh, the hospital there in, in Bristol. Mm -hmm. And we had an engagement the day she was being yes. discharged from the hospital. And I went into her and I said, sweetheart, I said, mm -hmm. uh, you know, have a service this evening in Martinsville. And I said, they will understand if I don't go. Mm -hmm. uh, the church where I was going to be preaching on um, Sunday night and Monday night, they will understand. In fact, they've already reached out and said, we can reschedule, we can right. redo. But Whitney works in ministry. Right. Uh, her she and her husband understand. Right. And, uh, and, we were beyond the life-threatening side at that point of, of their uh, circumstance with the delivery. Right. We were beyond that, and she's like, we understand what you do, and you need to go do what God has given you to do. He, this didn't come as a surprise to him, and uh, this was all set in place well before we ever came to the hospital to deliver the baby. Yeah, I mean, and, and you know, I mean, just so gracious because I stayed back with them 
just because I felt as mom, I wanted to be there with my daughter and, and granddaughter and son-in-law. Um, but when it came to the next weekend after they came home, I had really planned on foregoing our ministry opportunity in D.C. and staying with them. And that night when they got home, when we got everything kind of settled down, he said, you know, we've talked on our way home and we want you to go ahead and you go on back, you go do the ministry work with dad up in D.C. over the week. And then when you get back, if you could come back down here for the week instead of go do the other ministry opportunity um, and chat them with dad, if you don't mind. And I said, I don't mind at all. Yeah. You know, God, again, God had me exactly where he needed me and worked out. All the other ministry work I was doing, he was able to allow me to do it by phone conversation where I was meeting with people doing ministry. So, you know, it, it's all it's all worked out so so perfectly. Thankful. Thankful for timing. it. Yeah. So uh, we have another opportunity coming up later in May uh, where we're going to be back in our hometown. Mm-hmm. And uh, actually the That's church exciting. meets at the high school where we both graduated. Yes. Uh, and we've been invited to come speak there mm-hmm. on Sunday, May 21st, and then following the service, anybody that wants to stay over, Mm -hmm. uh, there's going to be a lunch served, and we're going to show the movie uh, before returning home on that afternoon. You know, and this is so special to both of us, um, because we both said that we both wanted to have an opportunity to speak at a church in our hometown. You know, there are a few, they're all very special to us, but, you know... um, this is a special opportunity. It's been a year in the making. I think my conversation with them was last summer. Um, when I had the first conversation about us coming up there, and it's taken us almost a year to get everything in place. But um, we'll finally be be back up there on the twenty first. So exciting times, seeing you know, old friends and um, meeting new friends while yeah. we're there. Yeah. yeah. So again, just uh, thankful and appreciative and. You know, we get so much support, so much encouragement from mm-hmm. people. Um, sometimes it's in the form of a, a electronic money deposit through Cash App or mm-hmm. PayPal. Sometimes it's somebody sends us a check. Um, it's the prayers that are spoken on our yes. behalf. It's a text message of a Bible verse or mm-hmm. a word of encouragement, a phone call, yeah. uh, where somebody prays with us or mm-hmm. or or just wants to speak a, a, a message to us to, to help help push us along in the work that we do. Yeah, and I, I don't think people realize how important that is to us, how much it means that it's not just, oh, I sent you a text to give you a little bit of encouragement. It probably didn't mean much. They have no idea what it means to us, how it just lifts us up and gives us a, just a little extra push we need to just keep on going when we're tired and worn out and feel like we can't put one foot in front of the other that we just get that little burst of energy to say, okay, keep on going. Well, and when that text message comes into you, you share it with me. And when I get it, I share it with you. And and so it's spread between the two of us, regardless Mm -hmm. of how it comes to some, some messages are left through our website. Mm -hmm. um, And, and uh, those emails come into my uh, account on my phone and I'm able to Mm -hmm. let you know about those and, those emails and those phone calls that each of us get, man, you wouldn't believe the phone call I got today. Right. You wouldn't believe uh, yes, exactly. so-and-so called just uh, was a three minute conversation. And he said, he was stirred in his spirit and he just wanted to pray, mm-hmm. pray for us uh, in that three minutes. And, and that's all it takes just to, 
Um, you know, I, I said to somebody recently, I felt like there was an embarrassment of riches in terms of the way we're supported. And I don't mean that financially. I mean that spiritually. Mm-hmm. I, I mean that uh, from an encouragement, yes. an encouragement standpoint that there are so mm-hmm. many people that I feel like we could reach out to. Uh, if we're in a circumstance, if our pride will not block us from doing it, there's so many people that we we could reach out to, but there's so many people that are reaching out to us just to help us along. Yes, they are. And we are so, so thankful for them and, you know, what they mean to us, to our lives. And again, they just have no idea of the impact they're having on us. And when impacts on us, we're able to take and spread it out. Yeah, spread it out into the world wherever we go. That's being spread. You know, the gospel is being spread. We're doing, you know, being the hands and feet of Jesus. Well, here's a number for you. I don't know if I've shared this in the last week or so. I don't believe mm-hmm. I have, but uh, <laughs> the number is twenty five thousand eight hundred and three. <laughs> twenty five thousand eight hundred and three is the number of miles that you and I have driven, Terry Lee, yes. since January first, from January first to April thirtieth, the first four months of the year. Mm-hmm. If that carries out through the entire calendar year of twenty twenty three, that's going to yes. be uh, in the neighborhood of seventy seven to seventy eight thousand miles for the year. And uh, it's um, we can't go those places. Mm-hmm. We can't travel those miles if we don't have gas in our tank, if we don't right. have brakes on our car, mm-hmm. uh, fresh rubber tires to, to help us go, the oil changes, all right. that goes into yes. uh, being able to travel that way. Um, and this is not travel for pleasure, no. so to speak. We, we do yes. enjoy ourselves in the ministry work we do, but, but this is travel to serve other people yes. and uh, uh, to, to minister, to spread the gospel, as you said earlier. Mm-hmm. And again, so we're so thankful. We're so thankful for every tank of gas that gets yes. purchased for us, for every uh, every time that I can go in and get brake work done and right. get, get the oil changed and know Whatever that we we've need got done on our vehicles. the yes. provision of the very vehicles themselves. I mean, right. it's come from two different sets of circumstances, yeah. how that how that came our way, and we're so appreciative of, of all of that provision uh, in that way. And, and uh, just, again, just so very thankful. Man, it all seems to always come just at the right time. Exactly when we need it, it's there. It's there. And again, you know, you know, we've said we can't let our pride get in the way when we need to call somebody up and say, hey, we need prayer over this situation or that situation. And Well, even in that, and, uh, I feel very led in the spirit mm-hmm. to who I'm supposed to reach out to oh, for I that prayer. Yeah. Uh, you know, there, there's been times when we felt like there's a financial need that needs to be met. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if I have to go chase that, then I'm not convinced that God is in it. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, you know, in the moments that that where I felt that, okay, God, mm-hmm. you're going to provide because your word says you will. Mm-hmm. As long as we're focused on you and doing your work and doing your will, you're going to make a way. Yeah. And if I go randomly yes. chasing down people, then I'm not trusting you to make that provision. Mm-hmm. Now, if God, you put somebody on my spirit that I'm supposed to reach out to, I need to not be prideful right. and to be obedient and reach out in that situation. But 99 times out of a hundred to this point, mm-hmm. you've always moved in somebody else to connect with us. Right. And we haven't had to chase it. No, we haven't. I mean, again, sometimes it's been at the 11th and a half hour, but he has shown up. I shared with somebody the other day that I said, you know, it's been four years ago now that 
we went full-time ministry with no paychecks. And, um, you know, we haven't missed a mortgage payment. We haven't missed a payment for our health insurance, you know, our electric bill, whatever. We don't have a, a bunch of other bills per se, but still there are monthly expenses, groceries that we have to have and whatnot. And, you know, God has provided, you know, through others where he's laid on their spirit. And we always ask, you know, when money suddenly comes into our PayPal account um, or a check is sent to us out of the blue from somebody who's not a regular monthly donor, maybe. And we'll ask them, you know, what caused you to send this at this time, if we may ask. And I always come and say, God laid it on my spirit to send this to the two of you for the work you're doing. So, you know, that, that speaks volumes right there that we're doing God's will and his work if he's laying it on somebody else's spirit to help us do the work in which he's called us to do. Amen. You know, I feel very, very strongly about that. And just listening to what's on your spirit. Yeah. We have, a, we have an opportunity we haven't talked about in a, in mm-hmm. a little while, one coming up in uh, July mm-hmm. in Michigan. Yes. And uh, this yes. one came about because we had an encounter with, mm-hmm. the, with the church leader uh, in Texas, when we were in Texas last May, yeah, and uh, and in September of last year, he reached out and he followed up in January, and mm-hmm. we got a confirmation that he wanted us at his international conference in mm-hmm. Southfield, Michigan, outside of Detroit. Uh, yeah. So we'll be traveling up sometime the week of uh, July second through the ninth, yeah. and uh, and leading a service one of those uh, evenings that week, and mm-hmm. uh, maybe having an opportunity to visit the Ark. Uh, in Kentucky on our way back home with a group that's going to also be at that uh, conference. So we'll see how that all materializes and how all that uh, comes together. But we believe God has created that opportunity. And it's an incredible story Story. about how I got introduced to the guy in the first place. And it can be nothing but God. And and, uh, the the pastor, the bishop of this church, uh, he had his own tragedy. His his son was killed by a drunk driver. Mm -hmm. And uh, he, as a pastor, was led to go minister to the man Mm -hmm. who was involved in the fatal accident involving the death of his son. And our stories are not exactly the same, but there's some common threads in them. And uh, we just hit it off uh, immediately uh, upon meeting in in Texas. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's led to this opportunity. So uh, when we're obedient to what God, if we're just willing if we will just be the clay in his, the potter's hands, uh, he can mold us and shape our walk. He can mold us and shape our uh, growth, our belief in uh, faith in him. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and he can make things happen when there doesn't. It just seems the unlikeliest of situations and circumstances. And another thing we have coming up is we have a, uh, a group of uh, missionaries coming to stay at our home we've opened up our home um yeah in uh, in june yeah that was kind of interesting we we received a call mm-hmm. from a church here in the mm-hmm. franklin county area and yes. they said uh would you would you consider opening your home up to mm-hmm. accommodate this ministry team we haven't mm-hmm. coming out of florida to stay mm-hmm. at your home while they minister to us for a week here and mm-hmm. uh we talked about it and of course we're open to whatever god and said yep we'll yes. do it and then we 
at another church learn another church that's not hosting them mm-hmm. that the, the services aren't going to be they heard that we were doing that yes. and immediately reached out to us to say how can we help you with food, food. to accommodate and feed this, this ministry people. team that you yeah. have coming to your home and uh, again, it's just remarkable to see God's hand in it. If we're not worried about who gets the uh, pat on the back, if we're right. not worried about who gets credit, exactly. uh, amazing things can happen if we just make ourselves available and be willing to serve. Yeah, I mean, it was so humbling to have this other church just immediately when they heard that we were having this group come and stay with us, just to immediately say we want to, you know, bring a meal, two meals, however, whatever you all need, whatever your need may be. So it was just, uh, just so sweet and, uh, you know, so loving and just really, you know, showing the love of Christ. It's, well, we're called That's to be the body, be, and, and, and some of us are mm-hmm. the pinky toe, and some of us are the <laughs> the second rib on the right side, and right. Uh, some of us are the left kidney, and <laughs> but it's the body of Christ that helps to bring all of this. You know, we are the church. We, yes. we being the individual people, yes. make up the body of Christ, the church mm-hmm. of Christ. And yes, uh, it's just uh, it's just fantastic. And so if you're listening this morning, you've heard some of the things, the way God is moving in our life. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't say all this to, to puff ourselves up. No. It's just uh, out of humility, seeking him. Mm-hmm. And if you'll do that, if you'll seek him for your own circumstance, your own need, you'll seek him in your own situation. Uh, seek him through prayer, seek him through reading the word of God, seek him through attending a church service, getting connected to a body of believers. Mm-hmm. He has to move in your situation too. It, it may not look like ours. It may look better than ours. It may may not, you know, however he chooses to, to use you. It may not look like what you think it's going to look That's like, right. but, you know, all things work out for your good, you know, for those who are, Called, love, love God and are called for, according for to his, his purpose. purpose. Yeah. Yes, and then they do. You know, it, it's just uh, it's just amazing to watch him work when so we trust in we him. We hope you have a, a great week in the week ahead, and uh, we'll look forward to being with you on next Sunday. Um, God bless God you. God bless you. It'll be Mother's Day. You've been listening to My Brother's Crossing on WYTI. We invite you to tune in again next Sunday at 1030 a.m. for My Brother's Crossing with J.T. and Terry Lee Clark, servant leaders of My Brother's Crossing. Love God, love people.